Good evening, Patriots. And it's Saturday, January 15th, in the year of our Lord, 2022. And it has been a really surprisingly busy Saturday of more stupid and more insane as they begin to shape the narrative for the next phase of this war and drag a bunch of naive patriots with them, unfortunately. So we'll talk about that in just a second. Hey, I don't know if you heard, but Mike Lindell and his many of his companies have been asked to be to leave one of his banking institutions. That's another part of today's crazy. It's what they're referring to as debanking. So as you know, big supporters of my pillow, we're going to continue to support them massively. <laughs> I'll tell you the dude, I cannot believe that a pillow salesman can be considered a threat to humanity. It's pretty awesome. But he's got great products and we have a great landing page. Thanks to all you great patriots. So that's mypillow.com forward slash bards, mypillow.com forward slash bards. Your promo code is bards, B-A-R-D-S. Time to buy another round of a dozen pillows because you got the Big pillows there, the my the my pillow pillow classics are on sale for up to seventy five percent off, and of course we have the six piece towel set for thirty nine thirty nine ninety nine. It's awesome, and I have all these. They're awesome products. It's a great company, and our deadly pillow salesman is taking over the world with pillows, sheets, and comfy slippers. Forty percent off on the my slippers. So head on over there to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That's a Bards Nation landing page. Use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S, and um, take advantage of some great savings. You can also use that promo code on the, My, on the My Store site and the Frank Speech site. Same promo code, same massive selection of great products, same great CEO. Also, The Founders Bible, thefoundersbible.com is the Bible for Our Time, an NASB 1995 edition with our founders' documents worked in, which is an amazing lesson in history and seeing how Scripture in God's Word and in our founding fathers was actually a living language. You can get 20% off by using your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and the coupon section at checkout. So check it out, thefounderspible.com, promo code BARDS. Finally, Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. That's the home of the Bards Nation branded coffee. Coffee built for our time and for the warrior that we need. Gives you mental focus, mental clarity, and extra zing for the whole day without that burnout that caffeine gives you. Though it does have caffeine in it, just not the excess. And it's all designed to help also boost your health, which goes along with the gut health triad, which will help heal and seal your gut. The Immune XP, which is an added, a uh, supplement with from pinecone extract with super high levels of vitamin C, which they're now admitting actually has success against COVID, which in other words has success against the flu. And we've got Pure 47, which is the most refined silver extract on the market currently. It can isolate all sorts of pathogens in your body, including the full complement of SOS COVID flu, things that they send out there in the environment. And finally, Earth, which is a Full body supplement mixed with water like a powder. Drink it every day. It's fantastic. It's all the nutrients you need. So, again, check that out at Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. All of the links are below on this podcast. Okay, so I'm going to go over some news because it is a day of some interesting, some lots of stupid. Right off the top, I don't know if you were tracking today, but there was a significant number of of earthquakes 
that erupted earlier. And those earthquakes resulted in a, uh, it was actually caused by a volcano that erupted. And that's erupted out in somewhere out on the Pacific Ocean, which then sent out a tsunami alert, which closed down all the beaches in Oregon and Southern California. But when you looked at the earthquake map, oh my goodness, it was like, the whole earth had earthquakes all over it. And there was a, the whole ring of fire today had tremors. So that went from the base of Central America all the way up the West Coast with massive concentrations on the Oregon coast. And then some pretty significant tremors and shakes. These are like, these are ranging from like 2.9 to 3.0s all the way up the West Coast into Alaska. And then coming down uh, the side into the continuing Pacific Rim, which comes down through Japan, China, and down into Indonesia, and then into Australia. Those were up at around 4.9, 3.5, and 4.1, which is pretty crazy. I'm sure that was just just a random day. Just a random day. The, the spin to blame everything on Fochi is in full swing now. Get ready, Fochi's going to be the fall guy. Uh, tonight at Trump's rally, the gu- gubernatorial candidate, Carrie Lake, says, I want to lock somebody down. That liar, Dr. Fochi, my BS meter goes off every time he opens his mouth. It's just a little problem. And I, I know you guys probably get tired of me doing this, but I just don't care because truth is truth. How did Fochi get to where he is? It's called President Trump. He didn't just walk into the cabinet and get there. Trump allowed him to be there. So how's that? Where's that accountability? Just want to know. It's our, my BS meter saying like, okay, we're, we're starting to spin. And like the other thing about this, we keep saying this, this is not a, the, COVID doesn't exist, okay? They have never isolated the virus once, not once. They have taken samples of DNA, apparently from the nose of a rat or something, or a bat or something. And apparently, they like they threw some some bat soup in the air, and they caught a little bit of DNA from that. They threw it into a slide. They had like little pieces of DNA stuck it into an AI computer, which was driven by an algorithm developed by some dude, that then created what they said was the virus. They didn't. They've never isolated ever. They have never isolated the virus of of covid or corona nor omicron nor delta none of these it does not exist so what they have managed to do which is actually amazingly successful in their master operation is they have now have the public accepting that a virus that doesn't exist is real that's fantastic and they have now planted their fall guy which is the bag man fochi and they're going to call it all a spike protein issue and what are they hiding It was never about a virus. It was about a delivery mechanism, which was a needle to inject technology into people's bodies. That's what the whole thing was about from the very beginning. And that technology has a couple of significant, important pieces to do. One is to wipe out, first and foremost, the elderly, to screw up the children and get them under control and ultimately eradicate a large percentage of the population. But... Everybody now is eyes on Fochi, and they're going to look at Spike Protein and go, he did it. 
it was gain of function research. That's what caused this whole thing. And oh, by the way, let us not forget that thanks to Project Veritas, now this magic document that came out of nowhere is saying that DARPA and the DOD are exonerated. It wasn't our fault. It was Dr. Pochi from the very beginning. Man, if people don't start smelling BS, I don't, the BS or the BSers, that's what it is. And it's continuing. It's been continuing all day. I'm just shaking my head. You know, I mean, President Trump's got a rally tonight, whatever. I, I'm, it's the same garbage. I'm sorry, I just don't listen anymore because it's the same thing that's been going on for all these years. And tonight, the, the same rally, it's like, we're going to come back greater and stronger than before. So this is my question, and it's, a, it's fundamental to the whole thing I'm going to talk about tonight. What does that look like? What exactly is coming back greater and stronger, and we're going to have an amazing resurgent? What is, how is that going to happen? If, if everything is being locked down and the economy is being broken, how are we magically going to suddenly rebound and be greater in the world? Just curious. I can tell you because what's been happening under COVID is the preparation for the massive integration and launch of what? The fourth industrial revolution and the next era of humanity, which they call transhumanism. All, the, all we did, and I've said this over and over lately, is all we had done is use the entire U.S. and public Christian world as a Petri dish to test this new technology and at the same time get rid of a whole bunch of old people so they reduce the burden on Social Security, but at the same time gain all these metrics on what the dosage levels were, how to make mRNA work into people, how to modify their DNA, how to compromise their immune system so that they can control it, and how to get tracking technology into people's bodies. Man, this is literally a scientist's dream. And let us not forget the military-industrial complex that is literally slathering over this one. It's so excited about the fact that they can now control everything and monitor everything through their master AIs. And good golly, guess what, Mr. President? We can actually tell before someone's going to attack us. We call that pre-crime. And when we find out somebody's thinking about attacking us, we'll send in a kill team and wipe them out. That's what we're talking about. Okay. That's what we're talking about. And this is where we are. Okay, and it's all being polished. This, this turd is being polished completely for you. It's like, here you go. How's that look? That looks like a chocolate cake. Good, I'm glad. Why don't you eat it? It doesn't taste like a chocolate cake. It's just a bad range of chocolate. Literally. So this is, this is what is going on right now. And people are taking it hook, line, and sinker. I mean, let me go over a couple other things. I mean, this, let's dig in a little bit to some real stuff and look at this. I mean, I, I'll just go off a of General Flynn's account. I'll just look at this. So excited. You know, it's just like this exciting post. Glenn Yoke, Youngkin, Virginia's first Republican, is more than a decade wasted no time addressing his campaign pledges, signing nine executive orders and two executive directives within hours of being sworn in. Okay, sounds great. Let's look at what these are about. He bans the use of CRT and other inherently dis divisive concepts in schools. What does that mean? I mean, like, are we going to get rid of Common Core? Are we, where, are we going to restore God back to the teachings in schools? The answer is no on the God thing. I can tell you that. Ended the school mask mandates. All right, that's reasonable. I'll give him that. But I want you to keep in mind, remember when I've talked to you about the extreme 
elites, the extreme elites, which we'll call the Illuminati and the American Masons. Keep that in mind as I go through this. Terminated the entire parole board of the Commonwealth of Virginia. And, and he says all were Democrat appointees. Okay, now wait a minute. Since when does being a Democrat mean that you're evil and bad? I just want to ask this question because suddenly we have moved on a concept of a fight against the deep state and we've made it Democrats versus Republicans. It's the bipolar choice once again and people are getting played. There are good Democrats out there. I don't necessarily have to agree with everything they do, but let's get real here. Just because you eliminated all that was is a political maneuver to appease his political opponents or his proponents and to give people a, a piece of meat to chew on. We got rid of all the Democrats. I don't know that they're all bad. I'm just saying a carte blanche move like that doesn't mean anything. And removing all the parole board, just be cautious how quickly we move here because now we're going to get into like, really, you're, we're talking about getting into really draconian measures of law. We're not fixing the legal system by getting rid of the parole board, by the way. The problem is at the legal system. Primarily. Moving on. Okay. Initiated an investigation into Loudoun County. I don't even know what that's about. Haven't checked into it. Whatever. Good. Established a position of chief transformation officer. I, I even read on this. I read this whole executive order. To review all government agencies beginning with the Department of Motor Vehicles and the Virginia Employment Commission. So there's apparently a history in Virginia of having some problems with these two agencies. That's fine. But we've created a new position, which is more taxpayer money to be used to review the commissions, to come back with a report on what to do to make them more efficient, because that's what it says, and to do basically track, which is data tracking, of what they're doing so that we can institute more effective tracking of people's behavior it's, it's again, these are just smoke and mirror. So much of this is just garbage. Declared Virginia open for business. I didn't know it was closed. And, and initiated a review of burdensome COVID regulations. Again, be careful because you're going to see down here when we get to number 11 that that's not all what it seems. Keep in mind that we are in a time with run by corporatocracies and you're talking to a governor that's been has lectured at the world economic forum and be everything is in the details everything is in the details and there's no details in this so just be aware of that keep your eye on it establish a commission to prevent human trafficking and provide support to survivors okay interesting again interesting would like to know what the commission's going to do to prevent human trafficking Need details. Established a, and, and then support for survivors. Okay. So that's, what does that look like? What does support mean? Are we going to be paying them a compensation? Is there anything, is there going to be doing anything about those who did do human trafficking? If one of your people on the campaign was a human trafficker, are you going to prosecute them? Or are they going to get a pass? You see, there's a lot of details we have to ask questions on. And I'm, I'm doing this on purpose because these are the things we need to be drilling down on. Just a few of them. Established a commission to combat anti-Semitism. What in the heck is that? Since when did anti-Semitism become a problem in Virginia? I'm just curious. And I can tell you where that's going at. That is going right after militias. I guarantee you. It's going to go right after the militias. Watch and learn. Because if you don't believe me, watch what's coming. Right? And so, 
again, like we went from racism on one, on the on the one choice, which was the communist side, and now we switch over to anti-Semitism Semitism on the other. Oh, yeah, okay, of course, of course. It's always a problem. You have to have one or the other because you always have to have a divisive card in your executive orders if you're going to lead properly. And, of course, this is going to boost up this all. Oh, we love Israel, and oh, we need to send Israel more money as we send them $8 billion already, and we have how many homeless sitting on our streets in our cities? By the way, I don't see, there's not one thing in here and I would like you, I would challenge you to do this. I would like you to go back to the last 10 presidents and tell me one president that has directed specific orders or one governor that has gone after specific orders to promote to solve the problem of homelessness. There's not one executive order about homelessness in here. Withdrew from the original greenhouse gas initiative. That's probably a good thing. Directed all executive branch entities to reduce job-killing regulations by at least 25%. I don't know what that looks like. It sounds great. It briefs well. What does reduce 25? Just so you're aware, I mean, some of those might be the ability to fire somebody, making it easier. So just keep that in mind. Not all things are what they seem. Ask and dig. And this is the best. Rescinded the vaccine mandate for all state employees. Uh Uh-huh. It's actually it rescinded the vaccine mandate for all executive, all the employees of the executive part of government. It does not prevent them from mandating PRC tests. It does not prevent them from mandating masks. And it doesn't prevent corporations from mandating injections, just so we know. So let's be clear again. We are living in a corporatocracy. So again, it's it's just too quick. I'm not telling you that there aren't some good things in here. But I've had a ton of emails today. It's like, this is good initiative. This is great. We're, we're getting some good things done. There's a few in there. I will agree. But the bottom line on this entire fight, this, the, this entire episode, episodic period we are in, and I keep saying it and no one's talking about it, which should concern you. And that is this. We are talking about the transition of the entire world into the fourth industrial revolution, which bases itself on the development of artificial intelligence, robotics, gene editing, and the integration and blurring of the lines between the bio and the digital world. That's fourth industrial revolution in a nutshell, which also means that part of that next iteration is going to be the ability to live in a virtual world and you can walk in and out of that virtual world. An augmented reality, as they call it, okay? And then we have the ability, the only way that's going to happen in an augmented reality is if you have transhumanism full in effect. And here's the thing. A part of this new digital world is that you have to have a tracking and a surveillance, what's I call it? Oh, it's not called surveillance. I'm sorry. It's called Internet of Things and Internet of People, IOP. So you need to have this integration into a system so everybody's movements are tracked. You tell me one defense contractor that's making big contracts like Khaki that wouldn't be drooling over this idea right now or Palantir. They're like, whoa, who's going to back that? And I will tell you, the people that will back it will be conservatives because they will be told that we need to stop domestic threats and they'll be like, okay, cool, what do we need to do? 
We need to create a massive digital surveillance program. But of course, we would never use it against you. You know that. It just wink, wink. We would never use it against you. But we need to use do a massive surveillance program, and we need to make our military great again. Okay, great. Let's go make our military great again. That's exactly what's going to be going on here. Be prepared. It's, this is the level of stupid that's coming. All right, you've got two choices, and the other guilt trip right now, because I listened to some of it today, is: Are you going to vote? Or are you going to not vote and give your vote to the Democrats? (laughs) I'm like, okay, so let me see how this goes. The way this really plays out, because I know what account wrote this, is it's going to be, are you going to vote for Trump? Or are you going to waste your voting and and give it away to the Democrats? Are you going to vote for Republicans? Or are you going to waste your vote and give it away to Democrats? I'm not playing this bifurcation garbage. This binary option stuff has to end. It's ridiculous. And this is literally where we have it right now. And there's a whole bunch of stupid. Okay. Now, here's the other thing. I mean, just keep in mind timing of everything. All right. I, I'm getting this feeling and I'm, I'm not going to be surprised at all. I think General Flynn's getting ready to run for president. I just, I'm just watching how these rallies are coming together. And we've got President Trump who's coming into CPAC. That's coming up, all right? That's another one to keep your eye on. Oh, by the way, do check out, if you get a chance, the CPAC website. That's a gem right there. That's a gem. (laughs) I tell you, I just can't make this stuff up. So we have general ticket, general and student tickets, and it's a picture of President Trump on that front page. And then just to the right of that is a picture of I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not a Chinese couple, but it sure looks like a Chinese couple. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're Vietnamese. Maybe they're something else. They look like a Chinese couple. And that's probably not very nice to me because they're probably American and God bless them if they are and all that good stuff, except it says premium tickets. And so I clicked on that. I'm like, okay, what's going on on premium tickets? And it's like, oh, well, check this out. What a steal. The silver ticket's 3,000. The gold ticket's 7,000. And the platinum ticket, and the platinum plus ticket, I mean, that's like, if you're going to do that, you have to call them and ask and tell them how much you want to give. Okay. Now, what I do know is that this is in Orlando, Florida, which happens to be in DeSantis country, which made me laugh today because when I wrote out DeSantis, D-E-S, and the D and the S are capitalized, I'm like, well, that's kind of funny. That's a deep state. (laughs) Just saying. It made me laugh. I have no idea whether it's true, but it made me laugh. So... And I've been saying this the whole time when you're out here and everybody's going like, look at the great thing that DeSantis is doing. I'm like, okay, would someone just answer one question for me, please? How did a pro-people candidate governor get and not supposedly not in the pocket of the deep state? How did he get through the Dominion system? Please just, I'm, I'm waiting So someone just wrote, Scott, you have to play the game or be destroyed. Here's my answer. If you want to play that game, don't be on my channel. That's what I'm going to tell you. Because I do not believe in playing the game that everybody else plays. And I think everybody knows that. This is garbage. We are never going to get anywhere in this country if we accept that paradigm. Ever, ever, ever. 
we either start making the break and start looking at the, what the exodus is like and break away or we are we are toast people toast this is a chance for humanity to survive and what is the difference play their game here's the game i play and i say this and i'm absolutely dead serious when we have an intimate relationship with christ i mean an intimate not the dead christ not the Christ that we look at when we say, oh, there's the cross. I'm talking about the living, breathing Christ that resurrected. That Christ. When we have an d- intimate relationship with Christ, I've got news for you. All this stuff here, it doesn't come near us. There's no connection to idolatry. There's no over-worship of candidates, nothing. Clear. Right there. Anchor in Christ and walk that way. And if we don't start having leaders that have that strength, I don't want them. The whole point of creating a breakaway economy is now to start looking at resetting the nation in a new republic, not under the banner of fourth industrial revolution, but under the banner of God, period. And I don't know what that looks like, but I'll tell you this. I know he'll lead us, and I'm just not playing the game with it. When we start accepting compromise and accepting that, well, it's just too big of a game. We have to play their game. You're done. You might as well just go take the shot. Because the whole idea that's being played out here is they have, if you watch what's been going on, it's known as sentiment analysis. And you really need to get an understanding what that means. It's tracking the emotional state of people and what their sentiment is indicating on what they will accept and not accept. So we've been played by a good cop, bad cop scenario. And it's a real easy one. Biden is the evil bad cop. Fochi's the evil bad cop team. And we've got the whole good cop team led by President Trump and MAGA in its various forms leading the people to this better place, this place where we're going to have the most amazing comeback in ever. But what are the details? What are the details? Tell me one person that's ever sat down with President Trump and interviewed him and asked him, President Trump, where do you sit on CRISPR technology and gene editing? I want to know. Because if the answer is I'm against it, then I'm going to ask, why is it then that the vaccines are based on, you're allowing the vaccines to be based on CRISPR technology or you allowed them to be? Because he did. If we're going to talk about Fochi, then I want to know who put Fochi in place. And how did that happen? You don't just get to be ahead of a country and then stand behind the guy the whole time every time he opens his mouth and then later point your finger and go, it's all his fault. That doesn't work that way. If you're going to be a head honcho, all things rest on your shoulders. Sorry. I mean, if this steps on people's toes, I'm, I'm sorry, but not sorry. We have to keep our eyes open right now. I mean, literally, this is... Really important because they are pushing the world towards the fourth industrial revolution. And my guess is you've got a radical, crazy, extremist, Illuminati type elite group that literally wants to terminate all of humanity and enslave them by force. And then you have this other moderate side of the elites that's going out here going, that's probably not a good idea for business because if we do that, we're not going to have the customer base we want to grow. So how about if we do this? How about if we give them a choice? They can choose the vax or not. And over time, we'll offer so many things in their lives that they'll end up wanting to take the vax. But even better, in the meantime, while all this is going on and people are saying, vote, 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 we need to vote. Nothing has changed in the voting system. 
And by the way, I am still looking for where I get to vote for the CEO of Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Johnson & Johnson. And I'm also looking to where I get to vote for all the people like BlackRock and their CEO and all those other people that are moving the money and funding all of this transhumanist research. Just curious because I don't see it on the, I don't see it on the ballot. But I do see it show up on the contributions in almost everybody's campaign, so that's kind of interesting. You see, there's this really, when you start hearing people telling you, you need to vote or, or, or else, it's going to be the biggest election in your life. It's like, wait a minute, I thought I heard that back in 2016. And then I heard it again in 2018. And then I heard it again in 2020. So now we have the, wait a minute, that's the fifth time that we have the biggest election in my life. That's pretty astounding. <laughs> I have five times in my recent life that it's the most important election of my life. I'm confused. Which one was it? I can't remember now. See, it, it, it's you're getting played. We're all getting played. They're trying to, and I'm just putting up my foot down and going, not going to do this, okay? Just not going to do it. I want to read something to you because I think this gives, you kind of, gives us all kind of a headset on where we're going, and I want you to take in mind that I'm reading this. As we read this, I want you to think about where we are currently with effectively no president. OK, because we don't have one. President Trump is well, he's he's got the title of president. Someone said to me the other day, it's like, well, he's not president. I go, well, actually, he will always have that title because he was president. That's just honorary. So get over it. And then there's the other side of hand puppet Biden, which I I can't say president because every time I do that, I feel like I'm going to throw up in my mouth. So I can't do that either. So we've got basically no president. Right. OK. So let me read this, and this is Joshua 1, 1 through 9. And I, think it's, it's, it's a, I think it's just a great context here. So it's, it begins, now, I came about, now it came about after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Nun Moses' servant, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, cross this Jordan, you and all this people to the land which I am giving to them, to the sons of Israel. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads, I have given it to you just as I spoke to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even as far as the great river, the river of Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and as far as the great sea towards the setting of the sun will be your territory. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall give this people possession of the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may have success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall mediate, on, you shall meditate, excuse me, on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have success. Have I not commanded you? 
Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Patriots, this is a really amazing passage when we took this in context. We have been given the land, and we are walking in this land, and currently, whatever we thought, for whatever reason, every one of us, and I'm not going to exclude myself on this, had a lot of hope in Trump. So regardless of that, let's get real. I don't care whether you're, you like what he's doing or don't like what he's doing. That's irrelevant to me. The fact is he's not officially a president. And while all the fight rages on to try to get him reinstalled and all that, he's not the president. Not now. And whether we like it or not, there is somebody sitting in that chair by the name of Joe Biden, who's a hand puppet of somebody. We don't even know what that's about. But the country effectively has no leadership. And so if we take this into our heart and realize what God is telling us, God is telling us to be courageous right now, to listen to him. And we need to be strong and listen to him. And we need to be courageous in our walk. Because in this time, more than ever, if we are not true to the Lord and true to what that means, we will fail. Because we'll be pulled from the path. It's not weak. And as it says, don't go right or left. Stay true to the path. Don't be persuaded and don't be tricked. It's there. And don't be don't let these spins of things telling you that one way or another or that you have to you have to play their game. No, that's not the way God plays. God is not a Republican or a Democrat. God is not black or white. God is not binary. So in order for us to walk this path, we have to stay true and have a very intimate relationship with Christ and through Christ to the Father. And what does that mean? Because it's easy to say, but that means they're literally, if you're not hearing the Lord right now, if you're just not putting things on your heart and you're not hearing it, then stop and listen. And if it doesn't come right away, keep listening. Because the Lord's speaking. He's speaking boldly. And he's giving us all the direction and the courage that we need. You know, when you're in in a sense of combat or patrols or many other ways, it's always, you know, you stop, take a knee, assess your terrain and grab a sip of water. I mean, literally everybody needs to do that right now to hear the Lord. Honestly, we have to have a deep and intimate relationship with God in order to move forward here, because this is not about one or the other. And that's the game and that's the trap because they want you to hear that, well, you either vote for Trump or you vote for Biden and then it's, otherwise it's all over. I've got news. No, it isn't. Because when we've bought into that lie, we've accepted that they are in control of us. And I say, no, they're not. This is where everything gets screwed up. I mean, I'm not forgetting anybody out here that is one not, I'm not, and I mean this, I need to remember, and you do too, every single person that's out here that's saying things like, well, the vax is a choice, or it's none of your business what I've done with the vax. It's like, now hold on a minute. This vax is not a choice. This is a suicide. And so really, actually, I'm, I take it back. It is a choice. It's a choice between life and death, because let's get very real about what this injection represents. 
One thing is for sure. You take this injection, it will modify your DNA. Once you modify your DNA, you are no longer of God, period. I'm not telling you God can't restore you, but I'm telling you at that decision point, you are no longer of God. There it is. And the consequences of that, you may be injured, you may die immediately, or you'll die a shorter death or a shorter life. You'll die in a very shorter amount of time. You'll have a shorter life. That's a given. Those, those aren't things that, I mean, those, it's not like it's some magical thing. This is, or some mysticism, this is what's happening. There's a reason that young adults' deaths are on this rise rapidly. There's a reason that elderly are dying off suddenly. It's not accidental. It's not like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear this. It's a stress from COVID. No, it's called the injection. So if people aren't taking a firm stance on this and understanding what's at play, this is a choice, right? It's a choice between life and death. So ask yourself this. If you're standing before somebody and they say, I'm trying to make a decision. Should I take up the pistol and load it, load it and cock the hammer and put it to my head and pull, blow my brains out? Or should I choose life? I would be like, yeah, probably life is a good idea. Would you like to meet Christ? Because I'll walk you through that one too. But if we're going to sit by and listen to these yakkers tell you that it's a choice, what they're saying is it's anybody's choice to choose life or suicide. That's what they're basically saying to you. And the question you need to ask is how come nobody is saying stop the vax? I, that's a question that everyone should be asking. Wait a minute. You know it's not working, and yet you tell people it's their right to choose. Why? Why is nobody telling you to stop the vax? And the answer is always the same. Follow the money. Follow the money. You see, at some point in this game, in my opinion, everybody has been compromised. Either with offers of money, offer to protect their family, offer to give them a great win at the end of this. They've been compromised with the blackmail, so they're choosing to run with what they think will be the winning team. We know how that goes. That's groupthink. But there's nobody out here advocating with the bold leadership to be able to say, look, this is where we need to go. No one is listening to God and saying, okay, God, where do you want us to go? And then turning around like Joshua and saying, all right, Lord, I'll take him across the river, Jordan. No problem. Now, you can imagine that at the time of Moses, when the loss happened, there was a lot of concern. There was a lot of doubt. Anytime you have leadership, I don't care who it is, there's always a little bit of doubt. We've had that doubt this last year. Well, you've seen what's happened. But in the midst of all this fog and haze and craziness and all this stupid ping pong game going on between left and right and one and two and zero and one, all this stuff, one thing has remained absolutely consistent. And that's God. He's been there. He hasn't moved. It's like, hey, I'm right here. And he's listening. And as we push deeper into him, he's like, okay, I'm glad you're finally home. It's like, where do you want us to go? Should we, which one are we going to follow? He's like, neither. Why would I follow them? 
course, my conversation today went something like, man, God, there's some dumb people out here. And he's like, my son. <laughs> they are, they're just children. I'm like, okay, they're dumb children then. I don't know what to tell you. You can hear the sigh going, ugh. <laughs> go have a cup of coffee and go do your show. Yes, sir. I mean, literally, this whole thing that we're doing right now, if we are not centered in our absolute pursuing that love in Christ, I mean, when I say centered, I mean, I'm talking like, we're, we're like, okay, Jesus, I'm in this walk. I want you to be with me. And we may not hear him all the time. It's like, I don't hear you, but I'm going to listen. But I need you to talk to me because I need to know what to do. Patriots, that's there for everybody to take and grab. And I, I'm really just, I'm at my fed up point, which is obvious because I'm getting tired of the spin. I'm getting tired of, of the number of people that just won't speak simple truths. Simple truths. The voting system is broken and it's rigged from top to bottom. And after two, a year plus of investigating, doing everything, nothing has changed. That's the truth. Another truth. No one has ever proven the existence of the COVID virus. No one has yet. No one. Second truth. Third truth, the injections that you're taking are not a, not a vaccine. They are a technology. And people are dying and thousands are dying and hundreds of thousands have been injured. Next truth, we need to stop the injections, period, end of story. And we need to hold these, these biomedical companies accountable for not being truthful in what they did to the public and not being full disclosure. And even if they did have full disclosure, they are still need to be held accountable for the damages they've done to people. Period. End of story. And there needs to be a full-on investigation. Nobody's talking about accountability. And by the way, what happened to all the discussion? And notice how this has gone out of the topic. Pay attention. You notice how we're not talking about data rights, how we're not talking about Internet censorship. Isn't that interesting? How come in all of the Virginia governor's new special EOs that he's done. Nobody's mentioned internet censorship or data security. Just curious. Or the reduction of making it illegal to violate your privacy. I mean, where is that? Because suddenly that's become a non-issue. I don't know how that happened. Except if you're Dan Bongino, you just got deplatformed. And I'm like, well, Dan, welcome to the show 18 months later. But no one's talking about that topic anymore. Because why? Because we're going to focus on masks. Mask mandate. You know, all this thing would never be here if patriots just did one thing across the nation. Nancy Reagan's thing. Just say no. We wouldn't even need that. And yet we keep looking to governors to sign EOs to tell us that we don't have to wear masks. We're looking at governors to tell us that we don't have a mask mandate. I mean, where, where did our representative republic go? Where did the will of the people go? Where did God's children go? I don't recall that God said, Thou shall wear a mask if your governor says so, and thou shall pray to me and hope that thou shall be granted the glory of having an executive order 
to remove the masks. I don't remember reading that anywhere. I'd love to know. Because it's not there. Because we have dominion over all evil. And we're not using it. And that's where I pivot back to every single time. I'm Every single time I come back to that. And that's this. We have dominion over all evil. Absolute dominion. In fact, to read it correctly, behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. That's Luke ten nineteen. But we are never going to get there if we keep turning to two-bit politicians and clown shows to fix a problem that one, we allowed to happen, and two, we have authority to fix if we put our trust and faith truly in God. Just saying. We have to reclaim that authority. Whether you, you know, I've said this already, and, I, and I'm, I'm really clear on this. When it comes to elections, I believe emphatically in voting on local elections. I do. I think it's the one place we can have effect and have accountability. When we start to get to state levels, I've seen it too many times. If you doubt me, check the recall on Kate Brown. Check the recall on Governor Gavin Newsom. It is an absolute joke. It's a clown show. They don't work. State elections are rigged. And nothing has been fixed. So if they're telling you, like, vote, then ask him ask the person that what's hap- what's changed to make my vote work ask that question and when it comes to federal federal elections they own everybody you're not going to get any vote done over there so i'm writing in one word jesus that's it that's who i'm voting for president And that's the strength that we have to have now going forward because if we do not start taking a stand firmly and stop playing their doggone game and letting people understand why and what's at stake, because you're going to hear this, it's like, yeah, but I have to vote because otherwise they'll win. They're going to win either way because they own it. That's it. You're not giving up anything because they own it all. They own the entire board. And we're still trying to play for change on their board. The way we change things is through the, how we run our economies, who we choose to do business with, setting up our homes as sovereign spaces, breaking away from the dependence on the corporate monster and all the supply chains that they do, defying their system. Because they don't want you leaving the grid. They, matter of fact, are doing everything they can to suck you in deeper. And if you've had the injection, guess what? You're now a trackable commodity. By the way, has anybody heard any candidate talk about reducing chemtrails or weather warfare? Just curious, because I know, I guess that's all tin hat crazy stuff as we suffered through that. Or how about holding the people that started the fires accountable for treason? I mean, seriously, 
the real issues aren't being discussed. It's all smoke and mirrors, and it's all powder puff stuff. We're going to make America great again. We're going to do the progressive agenda the way we need to. I mean, okay, left and right again, binary choices, A or B, zero, one. Has any candidate said we're going to put God back on the throne as dictated by the Declaration of Independence in the first sentence of the second paragraph? Has anybody said that? Nope. But apparently we have a problem of anti-Semitism in Virginia. See, this is how the game is played because as they measure the sentiment and they watch everybody get agitated and get to the point where they're about ready to go to full-on nuclear, they change it up. And the puppet masters play. And so now one side diminishes and the other side rises. But the end game, the two paths lead to the same location. One path gets you to hell fast. The other path gets you to hell a little more slowly. One path gets you to hell painfully. The other path walks you in carefully. Either way, you arrive at hell. And that's it. Because none of them are denouncing meta. None of them are denouncing transhumanism. And none of them are denouncing the fourth industrial revolution. Not one, not one, not one. Pathways to hell are paved on good intentions. And I'm not doing it. I turn my eyes towards Christ. I lean back hard into Father. And I say, okay, I'm pressing in harder than ever. Where do you want me to go? And what I hear It's time to cross the river Jordan. Time to cross the river Jordan. Got it on my way. Let's see who's going to follow. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time. We thank you for the blessings given to us. And in this time where things seem to be so chaotic and there's so much temptation being brought before us, this center path that keeps cropping up to lure people in. Lord, we just pray for discernment right now. People will be given the eyes to see, to see and ask the hard questions, not to just take things for face value, to dig in, to press in for truth, to start linking the dots, take time to slow down, pause, listen to you, Father, to ask you into their lives to reach to Christ Jesus and ask him to be with them. To open up these intimate conversations and dialogues as we go along, to be able to go forward here in such a glorious way that we can start to hear your intention. Because we know your intention is not singular. You have designs for each of us. And let us rise to each of those places that you want us to, because, Lord, you have created the most perfect of armies, the most adaptable of armies. And in this time, we need to remember to be courageous. And in this time, we need to stay true on the paths and not deviate from right or to the left, but to stay true to that path. And the temptations are many. And just like crossing the River Jordan, there's going to be moments when we feel we may want to be pulled one way or another, but let us stay true to that path forward. Let us remember how we got here, like the memory stones. 
and let us keep a clear path and clear eye into where you want us to go. Forgive us for our transgressions and our deviations. But Lord, give us the strength because now more than ever we need the remnant to stand boldly and firm in its path and walk straight ahead. Now take offense to truth not get their feathers ruffled because one candidate isn't being talked about positively than the other, but to face truth with open eyes, take off the filtered glasses to see truth as it is, to embrace what that means, and always to reset back to you, Father. Men are flawed, but we also know that by design, you use people in each of their places to accomplish the end goal of bringing us home. So we pray for them. But we have to be honest in our prayers, and we have to be honest in our assessments, and we have to be honest to you, Father. So as we humble ourselves before you, let us have honesty in our hearts, truthfulness in our sight, and courage in our walk. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots. A lot ahead, a lot challenging ahead. And it is an intense time to stay focused because there's going to be a lot of pressures either way. It's not easy in this walk. And it's going to require a discipline of focus and a discipline of prayer every single day. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. And he'll never forsake us. Our prayers are fundamental in keeping us aligned with him and in this path. And God is going to win this. Yet he has us here in this time, in this place, for such a time as this, which should embolden your heart. Because there's trust in that statement. And as he trusts in us, we have to trust in him a thousandfold over. If you ever have doubts in your day, turn to God and ask. And I will almost guarantee you'll always get at least one of these back. One word back. Trust. Do you trust in me? I always trust in him. As we all should. Have a blessed night. I'll see you tomorrow night for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose. Reaching out for something to pull us up to level ground. Oh, I can see it now.
sunsets down over the hill where the lost got found. Reaching through somehow, oh, you're an island when the world is too loud. When the seasons change, I know the space between us will stay the same. Resting on this faith when your soul answers calls far away. Thank、you.